0: have a name. It's the Mission of Speed podcast. And I'm so excited for you to be listening today because um, I have myself uh, on as the guest (laughs) and and I'm going to be diving into one of my favorite topics, but it's the comeback. And right now, I think a lot of people are looking for a spark in their life. They're looking for things to look forward to. And it's my hope that this episode, you know, resonates with you. And if it does, I would appreciate it if you could share it. Um, subscribe to the podcast the mission of speed podcast and share with somebody in your life that you think would really benefit uh, or can use a pick me up so i look forward to hearing what you guys think about this one and let's dive in The comeback in life, I think is so important. And it's a topic that I love talking about. I love it because, you know, I think every person in their life is going to experience failure at some level and you have to get back up and you have to find a way to be successful and turn things around. Um, and these are things that are talked about and you know about, um, but I, I also love hearing about how the successful people did it you know, I love hearing, honestly, their stories, not just about like what they're doing right now, but where they were when they were 20 years old and, you know, they were broke to their name and, you know, you know, they didn't, they didn't have what they have right now and what led them to wanting to be successful. I think of Jim Carrey, there was a story about him where he was on Oprah and I don't know this by verbatim exactly what he said, but I do know that he was speaking on the and the fact that he had like no jobs in Hollywood yet, um, he was a struggling actor, but he really believed in his talent and he believed in how funny he was and he really believed that he could be successful. And he, I guess he wrote himself a check and I forget for how much it was, but we'll just say it's a million dollars. And he said that I'm gonna cash this check someday. Um, and I think it within like a couple months, he had signed you know, a deal with the movie Liar Liar and his career really took off from there. And that really resonated with me because... It was a reminder that these really high profile people, you know, the, the successful people that we, we look up to and we're inspired by are also the same people who are in our shoes and wanting to be better and, you know, and wanting to get there. And it wasn't like, it was just this overnight process. You know, Jim Carrey got to be where he was later in his career. Um, I think he was over 30 years old, when he hit his success. And Oprah is another example of somebody who was later on in life, you know, found success. And it just shows that if you have that work ethic and you have that passion, you can get to where you want to get to, it's just going to probably take some time. And the people that make it, um, and whatever that is, are the people who just never quit. They're the ones that just continue to believe in themselves. And, you know, they, they believe that there was a value in what they were doing and where they're headed. You know, my story is that especially in the business world is I, I started a business um, called more miles, more smiles. And it's a, a, it was a running related t-shirt business. And I, I had this belief in myself that, Hey, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to sell t-shirts in my parents basement and it's going to be online and I'm going to kill it and I have this amazing marketing strategy. People are going to follow it and it's going to lead me to, being this super successful business owner and my life is totally going to change. I'm going to have a sweet boat, probably a nice car, you know, and, and that's just not how it led to, you know, and at the age of, I think I was 20 years old when I started it, 21 or so. And I remember thinking at that time, like, I don't really know what i'm doing but i know that i'm passionate and i know that i can be successful and i know that i have the right resources to be successful but i'm gonna need the right at you know i'm gonna need the right idea i'm gonna need the right work ethic and all these different things and at at that time maybe i really believed and i would be offended if you told me hey these t-shirts you know, are only going to last you for a few months and you're not really going to sell that many of them or your business plan doesn't make a lot of sense for being able to grow and scale a business like this. Um, and maybe I wouldn't have been respect, receptive to hearing that at the time. But I also know that in the back of my mind, that no matter what happened, I was going to find a way to pivot. And I think about uh, the first time I think I really realized that this company wasn't going the way that I wanted it to go. And I think it was in the, in the springtime when I realized, Hey, I'm selling to some people outside of friends and family. Um, but it's not like I'm selling, you know, hundreds of t-shirts a day. And I really honestly, in a lot of ways, didn't know a lot of the things that I was, what I was doing, but I did really just embody this really professional you know a feeling I mean i don 't even know uh you know how to even describe it, but I tried to wake up every single day and really embody the lifestyle of a business owner and I researched you know what the CEOs of major companies did, and I really tried to you know envision where I was going to be headed down the road and for me that that belief in myself put the work ethic every single day to be something better and to give the best you know product possible um, in that process you know m- created an experience for people that I think, you know, ultimately was happiness and successful. And maybe as a business, it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to turn out to. But in a lot of ways, there was success in itself and just how we view it. And I think a lot of us probably have things in our lives that we've done well at, but maybe the end all result wasn't what we expected. So we look at that as a failure. We don't think of that as something that was, you know, happiness or positivity because we're so drawn on the fact that we had this x goal and we didn't meet x goal so nothing good came out of it so we're headed on to the next thing and the truth of it is that there's tons of positives that lie in these things it just we have to be able to look at them and identify them and you know it's easier to look back now and say okay these are great things that happened um, than actually being in the moment and thinking about it and for me I knew that if I, if I embodied the lifestyle of a pro, you know, if I really tried to be an entrepreneur and really tried to be business minded, I was going to put myself in the right position to be successful, um, you know, in the business world and starting more miles, more smiles led me to connections and a network of people that I probably wouldn't have been able to, uh, you know, maybe I was already connected to them, but really, um, identify or really relate to as much if I hadn't started this business And it was, it was incredible within that first year. I can remember so many people reaching out to me, you know, with just advice, but also mentorship. Um, you know, so many great people evolved, came into my life, uh, helped me, you know, evolve in my own career, my personal life, and really set that standard for how I was going to be successful in the long run. And what ended up happening was I had a friend reach out to me and he ran a local nonprofit and he said, hey, would you want to team up with me and help put on charity running events? And I, at the time, I just thought that was such a great idea. And I remember I would not have had that opportunity if I'd had not start this business. And so maybe you're sitting here and you're thinking about your comeback and you're thinking about what you can do to, to be successful in the long run, but you're scared to start something because you're afraid that you're going to fail. And let me just, let me just put this out there. I think most people have that feeling and the difference between the people who are successful and the people who are not are the ones that know they're going to potentially fail and they do it anyway. Uh, And they get out there and they're not afraid of being afraid. And that's, I know, kind of a weird statement, but it's becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. And for me, I'm one of those people that I would just much rather get after it and, and learn it's not right and be disappointed and work towards something else opposed to just never start because of all these possibilities that I wasn't going to be successful. So I can't do this X, Y, Z. And like I said, you know, that led me to being able to work with people who I would never have worked with and that evolved, you know, as time went. And that's ultimately how I got into the career that I am now where, you know, I'm a personal running coach and I own my own coaching business and we're five and a half years into our business and it's a success. And that's a credit to all the groundwork that I put up, you know, kind of, you know, before, before we were, you know, even in, in the position of being in a coaching business. So I, I think, you know, as I look back at, you know, my early years, you know, just being 20, 21 years old. Yeah. There was, there was not, you know, the, the happy ending of, of me, you know, moving to LA, selling my t-shirts, all these things that, you know, I envisioned in my head that just totally don't make sense now close to 28 years old, but (laughs) all those things, um, did lead me to something bigger and better. I I think for anybody to have a comeback in their life for the success to happen, I think you have to really love yourself and you have to be comfortable in your own skin and you have to have confidence. And how does that start? I think a lot of that is just valuing your health and wellness. Um, I, I think, you know, your health and wellness really kind of propels your dreams, you know, because the more that the, that the, I would say that the more you work on yourself and the more effort you put into being happy, uh, to feeling, you know, fit and maybe your physical and mental being, um, the more successful you're going to be in your own life. I promise that my cousin, uh, Matt temple is a huge mentor of mine. And he's, he's always telling me, you know, you, the, best year that you're going to have professionally probably is going to line up with the best year you're going to have, um, you know, in your physical life in terms of your health and wellness. And I thought that was awesome. We used a running analogy is that, you know, the most you run that year is probably going to lead to the most business success. Uh, because of that consistency and that that consistent work ethic outside of you know just your work but just in your friendships and and you know maintaining your relationships, all these different things that comes from you know having to feel good about yourself that comes from being in a healthy spot, it comes from you having to love yourself you can 't be great at all these different things you know if you 're unhappy with yourself and I think you see that a lot, especially with people who are maybe business owners or you know, maybe in their careers, they might be really good at, you know, business, but they might not be very good at personal relationships, or they might not be good at, uh, you know, valuing things that are outside their job. And I think that's something that I'm always trying to think about is like, this is so important to me, this career is awesome. And I love what I get to do. Um, You know, my job is amazing, because I get to help people, you know, with something that is so passionate to me. But at the same time, it's not going to define my whole life. And it shouldn't. And I don't think that should be for anybody's case. Uh, but but really just kind of leading back to you and where you're sitting, maybe in in your shoes right now. And you're thinking, Hey, I, I want to get somewhere. And whether that's, I want to start a business or I want to get a promotion in my job, or, you know, I, I just, you know, I want to be more successful, you know, in my relationship, whatever that is, I think you have to start with yourself and you have to start with really focusing on you know what can i do to better me uh, and what is that going to take? And I don't think there's a secret recipe for that. Everybody's happiness is different, and just because your happiness is is unique to you, and it's not the same as your friend who thinks it's a little bit weird, it doesn't matter, you know. And I think anybody that's going to judge what makes you happy um, ultimately isn't very happy themselves, and they don't know what it takes to be happy. And I, I think that's something that I think about a lot is there were a lot of people kind of when I started my business, I was so happy at the age of 20 years old to be a business owner and the people who really got it, like who really wanted me to be successful and who really believed me, they were the ones that were excited. Like they were the ones that were like, dude, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. And the people who were, you know, judgmental or thought it wasn't going to be a hit were the ones, honestly, who maybe were jealous that I was pursuing something that made me feel so good, but also maybe just, you know, were jealous of the fact that, you know, I I had a lot of confidence in something. And and that goes back to obviously, you know, just having that personal belief in yourself. And, you know, for so many of us, I think we battle those insecurities of, okay, are we good enough? Are we capable of doing this? I mean, you hear this from people who are really, really successful all the time. They, They say like, hey, I still don't think I'm doing things right and they might be doing everything, you know, right in our eyes and just shows just it's so telling um you know that we all battle our own personal demons and and things that are in our ways and just a reminder just to to surround yourself with the people in your life who are going to support you surround yourself with people, you know, who want to see you win, who want to see you succeed, but also surround yourself with people who want to work together. I think that's another big thing. You know, it's so easy to look at successful people, you know, and think, Oh, they do it by themselves or whatever that is, but there's a team around everybody, you know, don't think for a second, you know, you look at any successful athlete, they're doing it on their own. They're doing it, you know, in the off season with trainers, they're doing it with a sports psychologist. They're doing it with, you know, an actual physical trainer that's helping them, you know, maybe with their PT work and things like that. There's, there's so many things that go into helping, you know, you know, somebody succeed and that's for all of us, you know, and I think, you know, it's easy to say, I don't, I don't want the work, you know, I don't want the help in the work that I'm doing. You know, I'm afraid to ask for help or whatever that is, but asking for help and the things that you struggle with is, is courage and it's strength in itself. And if you can find ways to strengthen your weaknesses, um, and find people to collaborate with who are going to help you, ultimately you're just going to get to where you want to get to. Um, so I think once you figure that one out, you're, you're going to take off. In my business as a, as a business owner and somebody who's thinking kind of big picture is, yeah, I want to I always create the best experience possible for my clients. I always want to grow this business, but I always want to be open-minded to doing things that are different. I want to be open-minded to listening to the people in my life that I value, but also listen to the people who are consuming my product right now because it's an easy miss on anybody's end to just assume that it's your way or the highway and you just have this amazing idea and you're just going to roll with it and it's going to stick. I think you have to be receptive to the fact that you're not always going to have the best ideas or that that idea can be created and even enhanced by the help of somebody else. And I think these are just things to be thinking about, you know, and I'm leading kind of off the tangent of the comeback because, you know, I think that's, that's where I really want to dive into. And I, I think, It's so easy for me to sit here and say, to you right now, oh, like just get up, work hard, do all these things, and you 're going to find your strength, but the truth of it is it 's very difficult, and I think there 's a lot of people who want to improve, they want to start a business, they want to be successful, and whatever that is, but the what we talked about they 're fearing something they 're scared or they don 't have the resources around them, and I think that 's where it goes back to starting from the basics, starting from the what I call the building blocks, and you know so kind of in running, we use the analogy of you know think of you know, building a fire. And as you build that fire, you know, you can't, you're not just going to have a fire right off the bat. And all of a sudden this really successful warm fires around you, you know, there's, there's effort that requires to build that fire. You got to grab you gotta get the sticks, you know, you have to have arms and bodies to go grab those sticks out of the woods. You have to have a, a spot to do it in. You have to build those sticks and those layers go, um, you know, you got to throw the gasoline into the fire. You got to get things lit. You got to, and those, those and there's more to it than just saying I'm just going to start a fire and I know it's kind of a silly analogy but that's I think what it takes you know for the comeback in your life too. So if you're thinking okay I want to improve but at the same time I don't know where to start think about your health and wellness. Are you taking care of yourself? Like are you in a good healthy mindset from a physical and mental well-being? Because if you're not right now, I promise you you will get better and you'll have more creative and innovative ideas for yourself and where you want to go. Um, if you can take control of those areas. So many of my ideas, I I look back, I'm thinking like some of my best ideas in business have not come from when I'm sitting at my desk, you know, working. Honestly, they come when I'm in the shower or if I'm on a run and I'm talking with a friend and it kind of spikes in conversation. It's the work, the execution is the day-to-day job, but really the ideas and the creativity exist because of, you know, being in a good headset, you know, being somewhere outside of my job where I can reflect on life, um, where I can have energy that that finds me um, to give me these kind of new thoughts, processes and things like that. And I think, you know, for, for so many of us, it's, it's, it's easier said than done, but, but at the same time, you know, we're all able to create, we're all able to innovate and we're all able to think of ideas. And that kind of goes back to, if you can find people in your life who are going to work with you, whether it's from a professional or personal standpoint, people you can collab with. Um, per se, like if you've used the analogy of having like your board of directors in your life, the people who are going to be, you know, influencing you, but you really value their opinion. They're going to be on your side, but they're also not going to you know, tell it, you know, tell you in a in a slanted way to how you want to hear it. They're gonna tell you, you know, what you need to hear. And I, I think those are the kind of people that are going to ultimately help you be successful. So it's really being open-minded to collaborating with other people, especially those people who are influential um, you know, in your life, but also have been influential in other people's lives and have their own success themselves. I, I think it's really important too in your process to be sharing you know, the authentic self, you know, to people. And if you're on social media, you know, it's, it's great to see people, you know, showing all these amazing things, but it's, you know, comparing yourself can be so easy. And I think if you're really looking to inspire and you're trying to be, you know, somebody that people are going to look up to be open-minded to being authentic because you know that i think at the end of the day that's that's one of the most attractive things to any person just somebody who's really living authentically um they're living you know in this in this world that we can relate to and the more that you can you know relate your story to other people the more the people are going to want to be you know inspired to go do things themselves and that's that's for me it's like i've never been one of those people like you know somebody could start a business that's the same as mine tomorrow and that's not going to change my life it's not gonna you know it's gonna alter my professional career might take some business away from me but at the same time it's not gonna it's not gonna change my my love and devotion for for hard work and for people. Um it's gonna honestly in a lot of ways it's gonna boost me it's gonna make me more competitive it's gonna you know it's gonna inspire me to do things probably a little bit differently but at the same time it's not gonna change my core values it's not gonna change who I want to be um and it's only gonna propel me to be more successful and I think that's the thing you got to be thinking about in your own life is you know, you can look at all these people who are doing things that you want to do. And you can look at that as their fear, you know, it's in being scared because you're scared of the work they're putting in, or you're scared that there are there's people that can do it and you can't do it. Or you can look at it as like, Hey, they're doing it. And I know I can too. And you know, maybe I reach out to these people and I ask them questions and I see how they're doing it. And, you know, not always are those people going to be receptive to sharing, but the truth of it is that some of the most successful people that I've ever met are some of the people who are not afraid to collaborate are not afraid to share. I think any of us who are in a position of, you know, uh, success in business, didn't get there without the help of other people. And you'd only be lying if you said that, you know, you did it all on your own, just not the truth. Uh, we all have people in our corner who've gotten us to where we're at today. Um, so when you're thinking, you know, of, okay, what can I do and how can I get where I want to get to, you know, obviously starting with yourself, start with that health and wellness piece, try to better yourself, try to be happy. And being happy is is, k- is such a broad statement, but putting meaningful things into your life. This doesn't just have to be from a professional standpoint, but from the personal standpoint, um, you know, whether that's going for a hike once a day or it's, you know, spending time around people who are going to empower you, lift you up, um, not knock you down. One of my favorite quotes, surround yourself with people who are ascending, not descending. Um, I think that's so telling because, you know, it's the kind of people who are going to give you that energy, give you that spirit. And if you're, doing these kind of things. And then that can lead you to the next step. Well, the next step is ultimately you got to do what you want to do. And you have to be open to the fact that it's great on paper. It's really scary in person. And it takes a lot of work, a lot of consistent efforts, um, that ultimately lead to something bigger and better. And sometimes it hits a lot of things that are, you know, not look, they don't look on paper as wins that turn into, you know, big turning point for you. I, I had somebody reach out to me the other day and they were you know, they're struggling with their business and they're really frustrated that people aren't buying that product, but they're only a couple of months into their business. And, you know, for me, I'm thinking in my head, like I can relate to that so much because when I started my own business, I just wanted, I, I couldn't understand why aren't people buying or why aren't people jumping right off the bat to, to work with us? They know I have a coaching business and the truth of it is that it takes time. You know, it takes time for people to build trust in what you're doing. It takes time for people to have the means to, to go buy things. It takes time, um, you know, for your idea to really to stick, you know, and there are people who are going to support you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, that idea of you and your business or whatever that you're doing, um, is ultimately going to just immediately right off the bat, you know, impact that person It might not impact them for a couple of years down the road. And so in my opinion, your head has to be in this place where what I'm doing right now is not just for right now, but it's for six months down the road. It's for a year down the road. And so if you're, Looking to start a business, you know, don't judge your success on the first six months. You know, I mean, obviously, there are some businesses where you have to if you're in a financial situation, and there is that risk. But if you have that luxury, really think big picture you know, focus on the process, focus on having goals that are, you know, not just so specific to numbers, but are focused to giving great effort, focus on to making connections, you know, things that can propel you in the right direction. Um, I I think that's the important thing. For me, I've just always tried to be relevant in people's heads. I have always kind of feel like if you're constantly trying to create, innovate, but also trying to share your experiences um, and really get your you know, for me, my brand, but your face in front of people, you're going to have people thinking about you and that's just going to continue to create this experience in people's heads that, hey, this is what this person does. This is what their business does. Um, and this is why I would support it. Or I have a friend that would support this business. I'm thinking about it because I'm seeing it. It's consistent hard work and it's just like anything else you do in your life. You've got to be consistent. And I know and it's such a cliche line, but you look at any successful person they do a lot of, simple, boring things that make for some really cool things. I think of Ray Allen, a hall of fame basketball player. He, after he won the uh, NBA title with the NBA, Heat uh, with the Miami heat and the NBA, he actually, uh, says, I think, forget where he wrote this, but he wrote in the play, I think in the player's tribune that he, the next morning after, after their championship, you know, kind of party celebration, winded down, he ended up at the dentist's office. And the reason why he went to the dentist the next day was because he wanted to stay in the routine and his. Dennis looked at him like he was crazy. Like, why are you here right now? You, know, you just won the NBA title last night. You should be out celebrating or at least sleeping, you know, enjoying yourself. But for him, it was, it was the grind. It was that process. It was the consistent, you know, little things that kind of led you um, to to ultimately that moment where you can cherish it. And I look back at some of my biggest wins in business, or you know, in running, and you know, those moments are amazing. But for me, I actually, in those moments, more than anything, look forward to the work even more when I'm experiencing those highs because I realize. It was those days, those, those, those places where nobody saw, you know, you grind it out. Those are the things that, you know, that really led you to this big moment. It's great that it's celebrated, but at the same time, it's not what makes you the happiest. You know, it's something you can put on. You know, your resume, it's something you can put on the wall and there's, and I think there's so much value in celebrating and, and making sure that you're appreciating these milestone moments, but at the same time, like you have to love, you know, getting there, you have to love the process of it. And that's, that's so important. You can't think in your head, Hey, I want to be successful but i don 't want to do any of those things i 've had people who want to sit down with me and they want to learn about business. they want to learn how to be being an entrepreneur and they 're so pumped up they think what I do is cool. They see our social media, and then I tell them what my day to day actually looks like and they 're like yep i don 't want anything a part of that and they might not say it outright, but their follow up and their work ethic towards their career after that conversation uh, you know may they may never start it. They may do, they may start what they're trying to do. And, and you know, they're, they're afraid uh, or just not passionate about doing that. And that's okay. But it's also a reminder that we should be doing things that actually excite us. We should be doing things not just for this idea that's going to look great on paper, it's going to look great on social media, but it's going to be fulfilling for our hearts, it's gonna be fulfilling for other people. And that goes back to just being authentic. That goes back to doing what you genuinely love. So as you think about your comeback, you know, whether or not you're going to start a business, whether or not you're going to, you know, uh, you know, try to get a new job or you're going to try and excel in your career, do these things differently. I really, really would encourage you to just think first and foremost, how can I be the happiest person that I can possibly be? And then how am I going to build on that? And if I, if I thought about my day to day, what are things that I could do in a professional life that I know, wouldn't always be super fun, but would be a lot more fun. Something thing I could do consistently. And it's not that you love every single day as a distance runner going out and running every single step, but you love the thought of it. You love the process because you're putting in that kind of work. And ultimately in the long run, you know, you're seeing a value in that work and it leads you to that result. And that's personally, that's where I'm at right now in my, my own personal career, you know, with my job is that everything that I'm seeing right now is a result of, a lot of hard work and it's a result of just loving my day to day and i'm right now i'm in a good spot because I'm celebrating, you know, a successful month. But then I also realized that, you know, two months ago I had my head down and I'm texting my mentors thinking, man, last month was so great. And this month was horrible. What's wrong with me? I need to change jobs. And it's just a reality is that there's always going to be those ups and downs. And so no matter where you're at at this point, you know, especially, you know, for those of you who may feel super down, it can only go up, you know, really believe, in yourself, believe that there are better days ahead, and it also be realistic with yourself. No matter what you do moving forward, there's gonna be struggles ahead, but you're gonna be strong enough to tackle those things because you've gotten so strong in this process, building yourself up. And that's more than anything. Do not be afraid that you're going to repeat these things. Do not be afraid that you're you know, going to fail. Be confident that if these things happen again in the future, which they will, that you'll take them in stride and you'll be better for them and you'll inspire people around you. And I think that's something to think about. Life is a team sport. You know, I've always believed that. I think it's so important that you're looking at what you're doing for yourself, but how it can help other people um, in the process, you know? So hopefully when you, when you take, when you, when you, when you turn off this podcast, you know, in a few minutes and, and you head out to whatever you're going to do, you know, you, you reflect and you can kind of think to yourself, Hey, what is it that I love about myself? Hey, what is it that, you know, what am I scared of? What are my fears? What are my anxieties? What's stopping me from where I want to head to? And, and what do I need to do to be successful? Well, let's think about this. Okay. Let's think about some things we talked about. You can work on, you know, bettering yourself through health and wellness. You can think about your mental well being, practicing meditation, yoga, whatever that is to, to help you in that regard. Um, you're thinking, okay, I need to start a business or I need to work in my career. So what are the things that are going to help you get to those goals? Set these goals for yourself. There are these process goals, set things that are realistic that you can build on, um, with this expectation. Then it's not going happen overnight, but it's going to be a consistent effort that leads you to where you want to get to. Um, and then don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to collaborate with other people and really be open and receptive to following people in your life who are authentic, who are going to tell you how it is. So hopefully some of these things are inspiring for you. And I really appreciate you listening. And if you can go ahead and subscribe to the mission of speed podcast, um, when you're done with this, um, I look forward to touching you, uh, you know, with some more more information in the future. So, thank you very much and good luck.